What's up, buds, and welcome to a new episode of the Earbuds Podcast, Chit Chat Edition. We are your hosts, Lucas, Easy Star, Indrakovs, here with my buddy, my friend, my pal, I miss Ash, uh, Finger Guns, and Rayan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking Playboy Cardi of you. I don't know. I was maybe Matt. Maybe it's more like Jeff and Matt Hardy than Playboy Cardi. Uh, I like I like Jeff and Matt Hardy, but it is definitely like some kind of rapper shit. I don't know. That's some rapper shit, right? Everyone do it, and it's like my immediate like hype. Yeah, yeah. Let's and they're like go. they're like pointing to the fucking teardrop tattoos on their cheeks or something. I do plan I on know. getting some some of those in the future. Uh, you're gonna kill some people? No, I just want the tattoo. Oh, you just want to fake the funk? I just I I mean I'll make something up. It'll be believable. <laughs> you're like I was super sad that day. <laughs> I just totally killed some dude who had no identification in the United States of America. Oh, I thought you were just getting, you were going to say, I'll make up some story about why I got a teardrop tattoo. And you're like, I was really sad. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, I feel like I'm sad a lot. So it was my it was birthday. It was a- my party. I cried because I wanted to. <laughs> I and cried I got because this teardrop. I wanted to. Because <laughs> I wanted to. Okay. No, let's not get that twisted. I control my emotions. It wasn't because anyone made me cry. Okay? My body, my choice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, today we are, uh, we're, it's a chit chat, man. So today we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, this is a show where we just talk about music related things. So today we're going to be talking about what our least and most favorite live music genres are to see. Uh, and I brought this up because I've had a few bad experiences with some specific genres of music when I try seeing it live. And I'm just like, I know that some, you know, some some people love going to see like guar, you know, in person, and it's just like that's the type of fucking show I want to see. Or people go to like that Rolling Loud festival that's all rap music, and it's just like a hundred thousand people all listening, like, you know, with Travis Scott or something. And I'm just like, there are definitely personally some genres that I just don't think translate well to a live setting. So I wanted to like see how you felt about that. Sure, and maybe like. Would we also want to talk about our favorite, like, how the artist presents themselves, how they perform on stage as a facet of this? Yeah, that's all part of it, man. Because it's, it's again, it's like the the everything a live show is not just the music that they're playing, right? And no, so, no, not really, hardly, I'd say. Uh, I, I don't know. I think with the live music that I enjoy seeing, a lot of it has to just do with the music. It's not really about the showmanship or the pageantry or the, you know, the crazy fire, you know, pyrotechnic shit. It's like, for me, I'm just like, if the music sounds good and they're performing it well live, that's all I really need. I don't, I don't really need much else. I, you know, it depends on what you're trying to get out of this show. I guess I personally, this is kind of weird, but I'm not really a fan of going to live shows. If I'm being honest, I'll be totally honest too, man. The older I get, the less I like going to see live music. (laughs) And it's mostly because my knees hurt. Well, yes, that's a big part of it. We went to see the event called the Beths a couple weeks ago. Oh, I love the Beths. Yeah, they're great. They're uh, great, man. They were very cool on stage. Seemed like very cool people. Are they the ones that sing? Uh, Expert in a dying. 
Oh, but isn't it? Didn't I send you one of their songs? It's like silence is da, da, yeah, it's golden, da, it's golden. Yeah, oh, that song's so good, man. It is. It was their, um, I believe it was their like finisher before the encore. Nice. That's a great closing song. Yeah. Okay, um, so you saw them live. I saw them live, and it I feel was like a they'd be good show. live. Yeah. Yeah, they were great. I feel like they could have had a little more energy, but like. Mm. I don't know. Touring's tough, man. You know? <laughs> so you, like, they were just kind of standing around, just doing what they had to do? Yeah, but it was a good show. Yeah. The thing is that we were just like, I was standing, we were standing the whole time, you know? And mm. we already started kind of in the middle of the crowd for the opening act. And I was like, okay, like, I, I'm fine. Like, I could do this. By the end of the opening act, I was like dying. I was like, please, I need to like fucking move or sit down yeah the crowd was already dense enough that you couldn't really step anywhere right you know and then for the bets one of our friends is like let's go in and i'm like fuck like into the pit <laughs> like into the like the front of the stage we were probably uh, five feet from the stage damn um i've literally never stood in that that close to the stage before because i know what that's about and yeah I'm not into, even when i was a fucking teenager i wasn't into that you already know you already know that yeah. it's like standing isn't that bad it's when you're you are standing in one place for too long that's yes. when it gets fucked up that's how you get fucked up in like grocery and retail and shit right standing in one place for too long and you don't move around that's why sitting down is really bad because sitting down, you're not moving your hips. You're not moving your back at all. So you just sit down all day and you get up and you're like, go. Yeah, which is what I've been fucking going through getting quarantined <laughs> yeah. over here. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, but it's like, man, I just don't enjoy. I guess I don't enjoy the basic shows enough to warrant like the physical and mental pain I'm going through. Yeah, just discomfort. It. Like there's nothing comfortable about a live show setting if you're not sitting down. Yeah. And well, like, I don't know. I think it'd be cool if there was a way to like first people up or standing up, everyone's kind of sitting down. You can go up, stand up, jump around, dance, mosh, whatever. Then go back to but your seat. There's single file line. Never any space for that. You have no, no. space to move. I could, I there, most of the show, I couldn't raise my hands to clap, you know? And it's like, I don't oh, know why. That's not cool. Why is this something that, people love to do like yeah that's not uh, dude i've had like uh i've had the extreme version of that happen it was when i saw kill switch engage live i've told you the story told me that yeah where i literally didn't even have control over my own body because the place was so packed that i was lifted off the ground i was i was like at a 45 degree angle at one point and like someone was on top of me and i was on top of someone else and then all of a sudden it went the other way i was being lifted and moved like against my will and that was terrifying dude Fuck. like that was not fun at all it wasn't until i got to the very back of the fucking crowd stood up against the wall is when i started having fun and so i think i think that's where we start our little yeah. uh, talk here is at the basis my some my favorite shows to go to are usually sitting down or at least Same. in a setting where you could do either like a festival setting Right, you have the option, right? It's like, um, uh, yeah, I've been in way too many shows where it's like, that's why I don't go for openers anymore. Unless the opener is someone that I love. Right, I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm going to show up at 1030 right when the fucking closer starts, you know, because I'm not, 
there to stand around for fucking four hours. Like, I just don't have the stamina to do it, you know? Like, even with Arx Bandits, like, Arx Bandits had three openers, and I showed up at the end of the last one. Like, in the last two songs of the last opener. I was like, fuck that. I only want to see Arx Bandits. I don't care about anyone else. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree. Like somewhere that I at least have the option to sit down, you know, it's, it, I thought it was like a getting old thing, but I think it's also, it's like, they just don't care about your comfort at shows anymore. <laughs> I don't think they ever really did. And it was just like, the older I get, I just start to realize that, that I'm just like, your comfort is of no, uh, no. importance to like the, the owner of the venue to the, Dude, to the vendors to, you know, I, I went to see the Mars Volta at some like theater hall, right? Right. And I was on one of the balconies and I got like, I, I was just there myself so I could find like a single seat, squeeze in between some people. I didn't care yeah. how awkward it was. Oh, you went alone? I went alone. Oh, okay. Uh, and, but right in front of me, I was sitting down in front of me. There was a cement wall that was the like wall to the railing, right? I remember balcony. you said your knees were like fucking hitting the wall the whole time, right? Yes, they were up yeah. against the the wall the whole time. I was like in physical pain the whole time. And it's time. like you're sitting down. This is a balcony seat in a theater. In a like a classic theater, like a musical theater and like why am I so uncomfortable in this like They real just don't give place? a fuck. I don't know. It's like yeah, usually <sighs> It's like when you go to like sporting events and for some reason there are seats directly behind a pillar. And you're like, why did you put a seat here? Like, like fuck you, you there was man. Be shit in front of this pillar. Yeah, they're just like, well, out of nineteen thousand people, we pissed off six people that had to sit behind a pillar. So who gives a fuck? And it's just like, yeah, well, I guess fuck those six people, right? Like, you guys are assholes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think my favorite, one of my favorite venues was in Austin called Kick Butt Coffee. You remember? I never liked Kick Butt. No. No, it was very. It might have been a little too cafe vibe for you. Is that what very. you're thinking? Very. Yeah. yeah, it felt like I was performing in a restaurant. Uh, and you kind of were. There were tables all yeah. around. Some could be moved. Some couldn't. Uh, there were booths and two stages on each side. But I liked it because because of the seating. And yeah. You could also push the seating away. So if there were like too many people, you could get a front row going. Yeah, you know, of of a pretty wide audience, they could put the tables away and stuff. That's why I like Swan Dive. Same vibes, big open general standing room only, and then all against the walls were booths. Yeah, that's. I think that's a that was super comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I, and I think it's just like you know, at this point, I've gone and I've seen a lot of different types of music live, and I've had really good experiences and really bad experiences, and just even removing the the venue from the equation. Right. Right. Like my least favorite music to see live. And I think it's probably the, the least enjoyable music to hear live for several reasons is hip hop. Yeah. Back me up. Yeah. 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 It kind (laughs) of is because I, there's, there's, I think too many people approach live shows as just, I don't know, like just one to one music from the album. With- that and it's like it's not a party; it's a show. Well, it can be a party. Yeah. What are you Listen, fucking staunch ass motherfucker? I'm just saying, I didn't go to a fucking hip hop show to watch the rapper have a party on stage. I, I just want to hear the songs I like. <laughs> I want I want the songs to be performed well. 
I, wa- I want a one-to-one from the album. You want a one-to-one? Okay, I so want a we kind of differ completely on this subject. Yeah, no, I want it to sound exactly like it did on the record. That's boring as fuck, and you're boring as fuck. I don't find that boring. I find it to... That Why shows wouldn't you that just you, I, That shows and- that you are the real deal if you can take... It, what it sounds like exactly on the record and recreate that sound live. Hey, guess what, dude? They do that. They just press play on the MP3. Yeah, it's boring asshole. as fuck. Yeah. It's boring as fuck. That's, but that's what, what you're I mean. saying, okay. though. So, no, no, no. No, I'm not saying that because the big problem that I have with hip hop live, especially, is because the, the music's so loud, the rapper half the time is screaming his lyrics, which is not enjoyable to hear live. I think that's cool. Uh, okay, well, you want to listen to Most Def scream his fucking rhymes at you? Yeah, if he would. No, we're not talking about Suicide Boys or fucking, you know, any of your hype-ass bullshit that you like listening to. <laughs> fucking I'm talking about chill hip-hop. I don't want to hear Jay-Z yelling at me. Like, I just, I'd rather hear Jay-Z just rap and sound cool as fuck. The first live rap concert I was at was the Wu-Tang Clan when I was in seventh grade. Oh, shit. They uh, were on the Family Values Tour. So it was like... Stained, filter, uh, someone else, like anthrax, anthrax or something, yeah. and then the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> so like, which I can't believe I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. Uh, that was the first fucking hip hop show I ever saw live, and uh, and I hated it. And I liked what? rap in seventh grade. I fucking hated it. What was bad Be- about it? Because it's just twelve dudes on stage yelling i mean if they're yelling it's because they want to yell on stage it's not an audio problem that's what i mean i'm like you guys have the inner ear things like you you hear you have the monitors you don't need to yell your lyrics yeah but they're they're you know like controls everything around me don't y'all and i'm just like what the fuck dude like chill out like your music is not hype at, at all and it was the same uh, it was the same vibe when I saw uh, who was it? The, you know the only band that that pulled off live hip hop hip hop for me that I've seen it, and I've had very limited live hip hop experience were the Roots because I think my one caveat when I think about if I can enjoy live hip hop is when they have a full band. I think every show is enhanced with a full band, no matter what yes. kind of artist you are, and I think it especially goes for hip hop, which sucks because it's so underutilized. I know, and the roots were so awesome. Because that's live. what they've always been. Because that's what they've always been. They've yeah. always been the full band, and uh, and they they're all incredible musicians. And it was that way where it's like they got to control the energy, yeah, a little bit, yeah, they, right. They where were it's like, like playing like, off a recording or anything, exactly. Or or you know, a DJ even like if he's actually spinning records, which is like so rare to see anyway. But if a DJ's up there like live spinning and, and recreating the beats live and everything, I'm just like, even that's a different energy than some dude behind a a computer that like presses play and just like does the little like you know. Every every five words, the DJ like says the word with the rapper, and then they just kind of keep going. Like I just don't, I don't like that type of, I don't like that that music live. I just don't. I, I, I also don't like that music live, but it seems for for different reasons. So why don't you like live hip hop? I don't like it because, uh, well, especially when the rapper is very low effort and they have the entire song and their vocals playing. Dude, Which, that is a new thing. I am so glad I have not been to a show like that because I would be 
so fucking pissed off, dude. It'd be pretty rough. And it's like seeing Post Malone live and all he's doing is just like kind of limps, limp, limp singing. Uh, he's just he's limp singing. He's being his own hype man. You know, I'm just like, yo, what a waste of fucking money. Like, I, I literally at that point could just listen to the album in my car and have a better experience. And and that's that's I guess what I was talking about is when yeah. rappers don't even feel the need to perform their own songs. That's insane to me. I can't believe they're getting away with that shit. And it's it's happening everywhere. And I don't yeah. I don't know. Like maybe it's fine. No, it's not. But like <laughs> they're just they're literally fooling their their audiences in my opinion. Yeah. It's like they're, I don't, they're I don't tricking know, they're tricking people into paying exorbitant prices to hear this album live it's literally hear the album live you're you're like paying money for the most expensive and most offhand like meet and greet of your life right or like <laughs> the most expensive karaoke show ever put on right yeah and it's it's, it's stuff like that that like you'll see a lot of videos of rappers and it'll be like bare minimum it's just them on stage sometimes they'll have a dj on a computer and it'll like the rest of the stage is just like black and nothing plain. yeah nothing dude there what yeah. i could say with at least travis scott when i uh saw him at acl is that he did have like he he was kind of he was putting on a show which is something that i enjoy uh well he's hype as shit too so i'm sure he had a lot more production going on yeah he had like you know he had pyrotechnics he had stage props he was very energetic big screens you know big projectors stuff like in in the same vein uh, i saw kanye at acl like five years ago or whenever he he did that and he basically did um a fucking medley of his entire career up until that point fuck it was like a two-hour show and it was fucking incredible yeah unbelievable he had ballet dancers he got up like he fucking all of a sudden like disappeared from the stage and somehow showed up on one of those like big hundred foot towers that they have like in the middle of the crowd yeah he showed up on top of one of those things and was rapping from up there he did some he did like five songs from every record he had put out at that point damn plus all the projections all the lights the pyro all that shit i was like okay that is one of the best hip-hop shows i've ever seen that's, and it was at a festival. It was in a festival setting, which is like so hard to pull off, in my opinion. Yeah, it can be kind of tough sometimes with the festival settings, which is, I, I, I think I would like a festival setting most of the time. Uh, ACL specifically was like very hard to get through a lot of the time, just because of the dust yeah. bowl and the heat. Yeah, you know? I'm not into festivals anymore. I, I would much rather see someone in a 500 person club than at a festival like for sure it's it's a little tough because especially with popular ones it's really difficult to get anywhere near the stage without being extremely uncomfortable like people literally camping out from like nine in the morning until nine at night so they can be at the front of the stage for foo fighters yeah like that type of thing i'm just like fuck that shit dude that's oh outcast another great show Uh, another good hip-hop show live amazing because they're they just got the vibe down, man. Like they're not trying to like you know they're not trying to start a fucking riot, which is just that's not what I'm about with my hip hop in general, you know. But like, have you ever seen Denzel live? I've seen videos. So he must be pretty hype, right? He's pretty hype. I, he's he's like toned it down 
in in recent years, obviously. Yeah, but like ever since like Taboo and shit. Ultimate still goes hard every single time. And that's the thing that with him though is like he his his songs reflect what the vibe should be live. Like he has some hype ass fucking tracks. So yeah, I'm down for him to get to yell because he's yelling on half of his songs also. You know, like especially in his older stuff. So I'm totally fine with that. It is kind of like. Again, it's like if I if I wanted to go see Mostef, who is very chill and has really chill, you know, beats and everything, if all of a sudden I'm seeing him you and wouldn't it's like, want to see him screaming and running around everywhere. Is that I what don't you're wanna, telling me? That's what I'm telling you. Okay. So what is it what's your least favorite type of music to see live? Um, you know, I haven't gone to a lot of live shows. I would say the energy around country shows is usually the worst. <laughs> You know, I was trying to think about that. I don't think I've been to one country show. I've been to one and a half country shows, I'd say. Ooh, what's the one that you gave up halfway through? What was that one? Well, it was more like it was a country show put on by the students of the college I was going to. Okay. And so I, I guess I, w- I wouldn't call it a full performance. But the one show I did go to, my sister took me to in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, and it was just so basic it was it was like party country which uh, for a who genre, was it do you I remember the artist huh do you remember the artist uh there was like someone watson like jake watson was there no. um they were pretty popular but i don't remember any of them right now okay and the whole the whole vibe the whole time all this party country in a genre already kind of littered by bias and repetitiveness and old yep. fucking shit just like i need a beer in my truck and i gotta go up you know and everyone's <laughs> like you know fucking racist and sexist and oh like yeah dancing around and uh, there's to already me, that's, the, that's the simplest most basic ass boring music ever yeah and it's it's just bred by the genre that it's in where there's a yeah. lot of hostility to anything doing anything slightly different. different. Right. Yeah. That's why I feel like Sturgill's a fucking outcast and he's like my favorite country Which is musician. Like funny. Cause that album that we reviewed, uh, turtles all the way down. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. The meta, the meta modern sounds of country yes. music. That yeah. album honestly was country not as fuck. even that progressive. Country as fuck, dude. Um, and people. His stuff later. His stuff later got way more progressive, which I don't think I've listened to. Yeah. Um, and so it's just. He got rock and roll. He got soul in there. He's he's starting to do a lot of a lot of cool stuff. But yeah, Meta Modern Sounds was so country that and he still was an outcast at that point. Yeah, you know. Which is like, it's so funny. It's just like everyone has to be the same exact thing in order to perform in country. I know multiple people who have to put on an accent in interviews yes. and on stage. And yes. it, I, like, that's sad, man. It's sad that to be in a genre that you genuinely enjoy, you have to put on this persona. Yeah, uh, that that you know that, that that culture won't accept you for who you are. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? Then is, why are you trying to even be involved in this culture? Yeah. It's like trans and gay people that are Republicans. And you're like, what are you doing? You're literally aligning like, you yourself with people to? who hate you, who hate <laughs> that you hate your existence. Like, what is wrong with you? It's it's the gay people who are like, 
no, but if we just do this, maybe cis people will like us more. Oh, maybe if we're like more normal gay and we like don't embrace anything that we like about yeah, ourselves. Yeah, you're like, I'm culturally progressive but fiscally conservative, so I consider myself a Republican. It's just like, well... Okay, well, then you're just conservative. Yeah, you're hitching yourself to the to the wrong wagon, my dude. Uh, but I would say that country show, I would say party country specifically i'm not so, gonna dog so on, bad dude i'm not gonna dog on country as a whole just because i haven't no. seen enough of it right and neither of us listen to a lot of country so yeah and hip-hop is a pretty bad purveyor of live music a lot of the time and it's getting worse apparently uh yeah <laughs> yeah just from what i've seen on instagram it's the shows are getting lazier and lazier and I'd also like to cast a special die to acoustic shows. Mm. Oh, yeah. You don't like singer-songwriter stuff. Usually, it's not interesting enough to be an acoustic show. I don't think all mm-hmm. music translates to acoustic well, right? Like, Yeah. I'm Nir- glad you brought that up. Nirvana obviously did it very well. I think Alice in yeah. Chains did it very well. I don't think like Foo Fighters is a band that needs to be doing acoustic tours. No, know? but Everlong, Everlong Acoustic would be great. Yeah, you know? sure. It, but it was really you named two of the most famous, popular MTV Unplugged albums of like all time. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yes, I agree. They, was, they did it well. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this. it's interesting that you brought that up because I was trying to think about like one of the weirdly best and worst shows I ever been to was the same show. And it was in Seattle Ooh. when I visited there a few years ago Let's go. where, uh, where Ash um, may or may not reside. And it was a band called Titus Andronicus. Yes. They're yeah. awesome. I love them. Um, saw them live in Seattle and it was not what I expected because it was just the singer and a guitarist. And it was like all of their songs stripped down to just guitar and vocals. And it was like an electric guitar. Okay. Sure. That So at first it was awesome. But how long was the show? Like two and a half hours. No. Not even kidding. No. Me and, me and, me and Christina were like, we didn't know that we could cuddle standing up until that show. Because like we were both so tired that we were like leaning against each other. Like standing up, just kind of like cuddling, and and almost uh, felt like we yeah. were laying down. And at one point, uh, the singer like runs to the back of the venue and jumps up on the bar, and everyone like followed them back there and everything. And then at, at the same, uh, we were like, for the first hour, we're like, this is so cool. This is like such a cool, intimate setting and a cool like we didn't know this was going to be like. And then it just got so old and boring after a little bit that I'm like, it's, yeah, it, those those shows. If you go that long, that's way too long. I it's it's very hard to keep an acoustic show interesting for very long, especially if it's just like one instrument and a vocal. Right. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, but I told you about the Seal George show that I went to that he performed the whole Life Aquatic soundtrack. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that one of the best shows I've ever been to. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And it was just him alone. No one else on stage with him. And um, and it lasted as long as the record was, which is like 45 minutes or 50 minutes or something. And it was amazing. Well, I, I I guess I'll say let's get to our best stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I took me a little while to think of mine. Did, were you able to land on yours really quick, like your favorite genre to see live? Mine came immediately. Oh, shit. What you got? 
my favorite genre of music to see live is ska music, baby. <laughs> you didn't you like that? Yeah, I'm fucking serious. Are you? Are you? Do you not? Do you not think I emanate ska vibes? <laughs> are you not? Are you? I don't see any checkers anywhere. You don't think I could do a little bit of this? You're like, like, but no. I don't see any fedoras. I don't see any three-piece suits. I had to leave all that in Austin so no one would know who I was up here. Okay, I'm on the run. You had to to give away all your fedoras. (laughs) It's a giveaway all my fedoras. I think ska music. Ska music is the best music to listen to live, and I think it's for a multitude of reasons. Now, that's a party. It's a that's a party. That's a party that I can get into, man. And I just like especially when I would go to local shows, I'm going to I'm going to throw a little shade at punk music right now if if mm-hmm. that's all right. Punk music's kind of harder to, to interact with, you know? Uh in a live setting? In a live setting. Like you yeah. you would think, "Oh, just go in the pit." Sure, you can just go in the pit and you could just fucking crowd kill or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're not a person who wants to do that, it's, it's hard to do anything else, but like, just kind of stand around and like Bob your head, yeah. you know, it's too fast to dance. It's not really a dancey vibe. It's, uh, it's kind of I would definitely weird. say it depends on the band. Sure. You know, like yeah. Rancid is very fun live. And why is that? Because they're, they are not as fast paced punk music for the most part. So it is easier to Bob your head and kind of dance with people and everyone's just singing along too, you know. So like, oh, so like a lot of group vocals, kind of like a ska thing, right? Exactly, yeah. And Rancid has some ska songs, right? So it's just kind of the same vibe. But like Bad Religion, super cool to see live. Um, but I I've seen Real Big Fish probably six, seven times in my life live. I I saw Cash Twenty Two, Straight Line Manifesto, Suicide yeah. Machines, like Less Than Jake. Yeah. I was definitely like deep in ska in high school and saw a lot of live ska music. And I agree, man. A the the production of ska like live ska music is surprisingly really good. Well, th- that's one of the many facets of it is that yeah. as ska usually, for no real reason, uh, has a gigantic band, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot there's of a reason. Ska. I mean, you can't just like say, "Well, there's always five people in the horn section." No, that's true. Sometimes I go overboard. <laughs> but it's it's a big ensemble of people. They're usually the music itself is usually very upbeat, but mm-hmm. enough like not too fast. It's like a great music to usually dance to, but in between like that upbeat stuff, it can also get very like kind of somber and it can get slow at times, you know, and it mm-hmm. can kind of take down the mood. Sometimes it can get punk get back that energy kind of get some thrash out you know and yep. it's because it straddles these moods that i think it is the most versatile and best music to see live wow that is so unexpected <laughs> i did then, not like, think you're gonna say that the horns always like the horns sound really good live whenever they're mic'd well yeah and like everyone there's usually at least a couple people on stage just like I'm not I was gonna say, apart. I'm just going to dance. The horns don't always have something to do, so they're also kind of keeping the energy going, right? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, like their, their horn section is like so fucking hype the whole time. <laughs> uh, 
And that's kind of why um, I would say one of my favorite bands to see live in general is Arx Bandits for that exact reason is mm. because they, you have a little bit of everything you have like ska, reggae, punk, hard rock, you know, like even sometimes like a metal type of vibe to it. And right, it's, yeah. there are a lot of things to take in and there's always a lot of energy going on. Wow. Ska music. Yep. Yes, sir. Would not have pinned you. <laughs> Picking ska music, I would have lost a lot of money if we had pe- if we had bet on what what we what, thought each other was going to say. I mean, if if we if I send my favorite bands to see live, uh, you know, a couple of them would be ska, but probably not most of them. But right, it's just like it's just the best overall genre. It's like the safest genre for me to go out and have a good fucking time. You say like we would play shows and be like, oh, there's this band that's coming in. They're a ska band, like. Everyone, everyone is like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, that's going to be sick. I love how your generation, because you're just one generation below me, I would say, but your generation has kind of like stopped shitting on ska music. <laughs> it took a Where while. Where my generation very much <laughs> shits on ska music in a lot, and as many, as often as they can in a really weird way. Like ska music has become a weird like scapegoat in in my generations of music fans you know and and i don't appreciate it honestly <laughs> i remember growing up ska music was considered like kids music like so many times you'd be just, like a, it you know yeah. a kid's show or a, a live kid event and there'd be some ska band playing and you're just like way to reduce this like really fun you know bunch of talented musicians you've reduced them to like a kid's band because yeah. What it's goofy because it's all happy or something. It you doesn't know? Like, help that the Aquabats contributed to that. That's uh, true, but I'm thinking like, I mean, I it's because Scott doesn't take himself seriously that no one takes them seriously. Sure. Yeah. You know, I think it's like they sh- they shot themselves in the foot. It kind of reminds me of like, um, I don't know. I doubt you watch the the Great British Baking Show or anything. Not as often as I'd like. Not as often as you should. But they have a a professional's version of that that's on Netflix now. And it's like legit, like fucking professional, world renowned bakers that are on this show to compete. And it's a different vibe, but it's a greater British bake off. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, And it's a, it's, it's a, it's still a good watch. But one of the dynamics that I was not enjoying of the show was that the two hosts, one of them is this really kind of goofy, funny comedian guy who clearly doesn't take himself seriously and he's and he's comfortable making fun of himself. Yeah. And they have another guy who would just was from a season of Great British Bake Off, so he's just a dude who just happens to have like a good personality, can kind of play off of the other host a little bit, but you can tell that his comedic chops aren't as up there. So the thing right. that he can really pull off is being annoyed by the other host or pretending to be like you know, like rolling his eyes at the other host and being like, this guy's such a fucking idiot, Yeah, you know? Right. So doing the, doing the bits. So the guy who's like really funny and self-deprecating and is okay with like clearly being okay with being made fun of was just getting shit on by the other hosts. Like every time they had a skit on the show. And I didn't like that. Cause I was just like, dude, this guy is literally like just became the, the punching bag for this show because he was fine with being made fun of. And I'm just like, right. he must hate these skits now at this point where it's like, now it's just guaranteed I'm going to get shit on and be be made to look like a fucking idiot. Like then no one starts to take you seriously. You and know, so and is that the, are you're like drawing that parallel with ska music? Yes. Okay. That's the parallel with ska music to me that I'm just like you guys have spent so long just trying to have fun and be loose and goofy that now no one takes you seriously because they look at you guys as jokes because you've 
portrayed yourself as a joke. Like you look at some of the Rubik fish videos and the shit that they're wearing in the video. And you're just like, so why should I take this band seriously? Like at all, you know? So it's kind (laughs) of, it's kind of the same thing for me. I'm just like, you've kind of opened, you've kind of made yourself into the scapegoat without even trying. So that's kind of how I feel about Scott music, but I, I agree. Scott deserves more love and live is great. And it's funny because my, one of my favorite genres to see live is very related to that. And it's reggae. Okay, I've I'm I'm gonna th- try to think back and think if I've ever seen a reggae show live. I don't think I have. You haven't? No, I don't think I've ever seen a reggae show. Man, it's the a big reason why people love reggae music in general is because of the vibe, right? Yeah. And the production in reggae is super bass heavy. Yes. So when you see reggae live, that bass is like you feel it in your fucking guts, dude. It translates well to a live setting. Oh, yeah. In a in a, it doesn't matter if it's at a festival like at the Marley Fest in Austin, or if it's indoors at a in a venue or anything like it doesn't matter. That bass is gonna rattle your fucking soul, and it's just so relaxing. It's like there's there have been studies made about like why bass tends to relax you, just like the the sensation of bass and why people love subwoofers, yeah, and stuff like that in their cars. Like there have been studies, and it's proven that there's like for some reason the vibrations that come from bass like help it like soothes you and you combine just our basic biology and the way that our bodies respond to like a, a, that type of bass and and sensation in your body plus stone to the bone sure plus yeah. if it's outdoors and it's a beautiful day and there's women in fucking bikinis and sundresses and everyone's dancing that's another thing too man if you want to go to a show where you're dancing the whole time see reggae it is funny how we do have that fucking Marley Fest and it is still illegal. Weed is still super illegal in Texas. Yeah, super illegal. But then also, um, for some reason, that weekend in that location in Austin, it's like everyone's allowed to just fucking chief. And and there's cops everywhere and they're not doing shit. It's like, what are you going to do? You can buy a bong there and then take it to <laughs> your blanket. It's a piece. It's, oh, it's a water pipe. I'm it's sorry, a glass water pipe. piece of art. So it's yeah. It's a, gl- a a flower vase is what they have to call it on Instagram now, so they don't get fucking oh my God. tagged or whatever. Uh, but then yeah, I mean, like honestly, I would think if you love ska music live, you might love reggae live. It doesn't have the energy, so that's that kind of what I like about ska. Though. Right. It's like take away the energy from it, but keep the party vibes in it and it's just like dude it's literally everyone just dancing slow if you're there with your fucking partner you're all like grinding on each other and just like high and you know it's it's a very chill uh setting and i love reggae music live and really good reggae music is like man next level dude next level um my second favorite genre to see live is the antithesis of reggae music ska (laughs) no ska is reggae music just you know, we don't have to get into that fucking metal, dude. I love metal music live, man. Yeah, I, you know. Oh my god. I'd kind of consider. I I kind of considered that for my, you know, thoughts, but ultimately, I didn't really see much different in it from any other like rock type of genre with a band in it. There's a the difference in it is um, the double bass. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mostly it. All right. That's mostly it. And when you have a, a fucking good metal singer, like someone who can scream their fucking lungs out and it's like, 
and metals metal is very hype live um really good metal bands are one-to-one from the album to the live setting like there's no fucking out of anyone they they kind of care about technicality the most yeah exactly exactly so like i mentioned kill switch like kill switch puts on one of the best live shows i've ever seen and it's so fun and the type of metal i'm into it's also like the guys in the band there's no theatrics i'm not into fucking dimu borger or ghost or anything silly like that i'm into just like dudes who play metal is kind of like the metal that i'm into sure so they're also really positive and really fun to see live too because it's not like you know in the in the past we have you know conquered regions and blah blah it's like none of that shit and it's also none of like kill your fucking neighbors and you know burn shit and fuck everything it's like the middle where it's it's like screaming and punching each other and blah blah and at the end we're just, they're all like we fucking love you guys let's fucking do this you know blah blah or like they'll stop a show and be like hey pick that dude up or at the beginning of the show like all the metal bands i've seen are just like hey if someone falls in the pit stop and pick them up we're here to fucking love each other all right let's go and then yeah. they fucking start playing some crazy song like i love that energy at a, at a good metal show too where it's like this kind of controlled chaos a little bit where it's like hey it's okay to go crazy that's why we're here but like <laughs> You know, like we're Reel we're still it good in. people. Reel it in a little. Bit. We're still good people. You know, like I've been to metal shows where this where the band didn't really seem to give a shit about the safety of the people in the crowd, and I had a horrible experience. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and one one in particular was at all cost, and in, in a I saw them in San Antonio at the Paper Tiger in San Antonio, and had a horrible time. They didn't care about like. The audience? They didn't say shit. No, they didn't say anything about like, hey, don't hit each other, or hey, like, everyone be cool, you know, like. And there was there. That's that's what can ruin any fucking show. Some asshole like throwing beer, someone crowd killing. Even at a hardcore show is just something that gets on my nerves. What 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 exactly is crowd killing? It's when you just kind of like flail your arms and kick. That's what the motherfucker was doing at the at all cost show, man. Yeah, just fucking. He hit me multiple times. I'm like, I. And I'm okay with always, like you have to be aware. You have to be aware of things that are going on a live show, but I don't. I shouldn't have to constantly be scared that I'm going to get fucking kicked in the face. How tall? How right. big were they? How big was um, it? Was that person? They weren't tall, but they were big. <laughs> you know what I mean? I dude, the you only know what the only crowd killers I've had to fucking like interact with have all been like six foot, two hundred, two fifty pound dudes. Yeah, alphas. And it's like, bro, why are you the person that, why are you doing this? Why do you got to fucking flail all around? And like, you're running as fast as you can into someone. You right. don't expect them to catch you, do you? you know? Yeah, I don't expect, like, what do you expect this interaction to be like? It's like, are you having fun? Is this fun for you? Yeah. To just fucking, like, get everyone, like, ten feet away from you while you're, like, in a circle kicking at the air. Like, what is the response you're expecting nah. from me flailing your stupid fucking arms around? It's just, and are you having fun? They just want is to this, get in a fight, man. Is this, That's what it feels like to me. It's yeah. like they want to piss, they, they're there to piss people off and they don't care either. Like, I think, I, in my opinion, most of the guys that I've seen doing that shit, it's not that they're there to piss people off, it's that they don't give a fuck if they piss someone off. And I don't know what's worse. Like, it just, yeah, it's just a fucking asshole move. 
I'm not for it. Even at, like, fucking whatever shows are like, yeah, fucking kill, die, hardcore. I still don't like No, of course not. (laughs) I just don't want to get hurt, man. I'm just trying to enjoy some fucking music. Yeah, I think it's like, you know, I think people could talk to either one of us for any longer than two minutes and realize that we're not into that type of show. (laughs) You know? And I don't know who is, and I don't necessarily want them around me if they're into that type of setting. Uh, no. Sounds like a chaotic person to me. But I do like all the people who have listened to us for about 50 minutes yeah. now talk about this little topic, chat, chit, yeah. chit, chat about this little chit chat. Yeah, I want to know what people, hey guys, chit chat with us. The chit chat doesn't end here, okay? It's, it, it continues. It's an with, ongoing journey. Yeah, the chit chat lives in all of us. If, and you guys can make it live as long as you want by interacting with it. If you comment, it's near guaranteed that Lucas will talk to you because he is obsessive. With these notifications that we get. Uh, no, I'm just obsessed with opening the app and seeing how many plays we're getting. And then I see we got a comment. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, which shout out uh, Ellie's cousin. Thanks for showing us the love on, on YouTube. I wanted to shout them out specifically. They got involved in the in the Gorillaz um, video that we just did. And they got involved in uh, the Jessica Rabbit video. That was cool. Shout out to, there's someone else who was commenting on the Gorillaz one. And like, given just kind of really cool, like... Um, just adding to the conversation. Yeah. I think is, is a really cool. That's what those, those are the comments I enjoy the most. So that's why I like, I want people to add to this conversation, man. Like what are y'all's least favorite genres to see live or least favorite artists to see live and vice versa, your, your favorite genres and artists to see live. Cause uh, man, it's, there's gotta be some people out there that are just like, what are you guys talking about? Playboy party I, shows are the best thing ever. And we're like, Hey, I don't know. Do you think we were too harsh on hip hop or, all country crowds the same as party country crowds tell us to let us know i we need to learn we We need need to learn learn. (laughs) we need someone to teach us yes please uh and after you leave a comment follow us on uh youtube uh go to earbuds podcast uh if you guys want to hear some of our shows uh, where we talk about specific albums uh, you can watch our YouTube videos or you can go to Spotify and actually hear the music that we're talking about, too. That's a cool little addition to the show. Um, follow us on Instagram at EBPcast. And, yeah, let us know what you guys want us to talk about on a chit chat. Um, and we will probably do it because we're running out of ideas. So Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? We're crowdsourcing ideas now at this point. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening, guys. Get involved. Let us know what you think. Ash, uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah. Any final words? I'll go ahead and say probably the best music to see live is music from like my bands and the music Mm. that I made. I perform on this street corner every other day and nobody cares. Straight buskin? I'm straight buskin. Dude. (laughs) No cap. I just thought of a great band name for people who only busk. Have you ever seen seen the Tiger King? No. Never mind. You don't want to say it for. I'll say it for anyone who's seen the Tiger King, uh, Carol Buskind. And are you like that's, really proud of that? Is that a I'm good actually one? pretty happy with that. That's, a, right. that's a solid pun. Tell us what y'all think about that joke, uh, Lucas. This was good. This was good. All right, bye. Freaking bye. Freaking bye. Freaking bye, dude. Freaking bye. <laughs>